Yeah. And we're always comparing it to taking our AI to a design school, understanding the fundamental of design. Once we have that, then we mm. know the individuals, you know, based on either previous actions they have done or based on the style quiz, we can truly create custom recommendation for each shopper. And I think the way that we approach it, that's what makes us unique. And that's what makes big brands really interested in what we do. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. 20 Minute Leaders is a proud supporter of Make-A-Wish Israel and Tech2Peace and is in proud collaboration with Secret Chord Ventures, J Ventures, Riverside FM, Fusion VC, Birthright Excel, J Impact, Leap, Google for Startups, and Hippo, and in media partnership with C-Tech. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of 20 Minute Leaders. Today we're talking about home decorations and creativity and how to meet the intersection of the two, and how perhaps through technology, we can allow people to choose, design, and decorate the way that their spaces are, something that I'm personally interested in. Meet Alon Giladi. Alon graduated with a Bachelor's of Arts in Economics and Philosophy from Tel Aviv University. He is a serial entrepreneur based in Tel Aviv. During his last year at university, he founded a startup company in the sports and entertainment collectibles industry. He signed big licensing deals with significant brands such as FC Barcelona, Man City, NBA, WWE, and Disney, selling over 1.5 million units through major retailers in Europe and the United States. In 2017, he co-founded a 3D rendering studio creating virtual reality experiences for architects and interior designers. From the knowledge and experience gaining in this venture, the idea of Renovai was born with an ambitious mission to empower online retailers with AI to make professional design and stylist services affordable and accessible for all. And fun fact specifically that I'm really excited about here is that he was a professional poker player during university. So Alon, after this episode, I'm challenging you to a game. Alon Giladi, welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, you're not going to say this yourself, but I will to the audience. Uh, you are sick today. And you uh, uh, and, I, and I offered to reschedule this, but this is exactly why I love the show so much, because you're so passionate about what you do that regardless of how you're feeling, you're here and you're about to passionately inspire me with everything that you do. So thank you so much, Alon, for making the time to be here today. How are you? I'm, I'm okay. Thank you for having me, Michael. It's a pleasure to be here and I wouldn't uh, miss it. Awesome. I love it. Well, Alon, I'll get started right away. First of all, serial entrepreneur. Entrepreneurship runs through your, runs through your veins. Today you're, the, you're running Renovai and you're looking at home decorations, making it fun, accessible, looking at technology to disrupt this field. How do you get started with home renovations and, and decorations? How does one get themselves involved with the scene? It's a long story. Um, we have all day. A short one, yeah. So in my first company that me and Alon Shelben built together, one of our employees was a brilliant 3D artist. And we thought once the company was closed and we thought about ways to take advantage of his uh, capability uh -huh. and build something. So we decided to build a 3D studio. Basically, we have hired him 
and a bunch of amorous 3D artists. Mm -hmm. And we went to interior, interior designers, architects, real estate developers, and we have created 3D visualizations of apartments and buildings and so on. And so from that experience, we thought about Renovai and we fell in love in the, in the delete. Interesting. What, what was the big, the big opportunity that you saw with, with, that you got exposed to through the inspiration of 3D design and, and that world with, with, Ren, with what Renovai is today? And maybe it will actually be helpful to start with a little bit about what, what Renovai is today and then let's bridge the gap from the inspiration to actualization. Yeah. So honestly, I think the main really exciting thing, the opportunity that we saw is that designers have pattern. So let's say they try to design a Scandinavian living room. We saw pattern between different designers and within designers. And in that specific moment, we thought alone and, and, and myself, we thought there's an opportunity trying to understand what is a good design, how mm -hmm. to mimicate the way that interior designers think about the process. And so, yeah, I thought this is super exciting because it's involved in deep technology mm -hmm. and business. And we thought there's a huge opportunity. And uh, yeah, the first goal was to build a, a full interior designer and doing a direct-to-consumer uh, company. Uh, but within time, we have pivoted a bit. But uh, the main idea is, is the same, to build the capability of designing as if our AI was a real interior designer. Mm -hmm. So taking a step back and looking a little bit about, you know, why you do what you do, tell me a little bit about the intersection of you and technology, you and entrepreneurship, you and design. How, how does alone fit into this whole construct that you just shared with me here? What, what story does this play for you? So I think I love building things and being creative and may I say leading people. Um, I think I do it in a different way and I think I'm doing it well since my days in, in the army. Um, so I love to do that. Uh, the first company that myself and Alon built was in a completely different field, not high tech, mm. uh, but we were always excited about that. My two brothers are software developers and algorithm developers. So yeah, I was inspired by them. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I, I'm not from that domain. Uh, my uh, academic background is economics and philosophy, but <laughs> I knew that I'm going to build something that involves technology someday and, uh, and building things. So yeah, that's the main reason why I'm here. And the specific reason why I'm interior designer is basically luck. Uh, we got to, to understand the domain. We got to work in the domain and it's fun. It's sexy. I think we're not another, you know, cyber company, which could be a great mm -hmm. thing, but I think it's more exciting and visual. And, and then I'm, we are working with a variety of different people, you know, from interior designers that are in the company to really heavy AI engineers. And we have the full variety and, and, and it's cool. It's, it's exciting. Tell, tell me a little bit more about this fun that you're describing here. You're talking about, you know, uh, you know, obviously not another separate company that it's, it's very innovative. You're, you're in a vertical that you don't really see on the day to day. 
Tell me a little bit about your personal experience working with design, interior designers, change, you know, helping people reimagine how their home would be through technology. How, what, what is that experience like for you? So are you asking about employees or are you asking about end consumers? Either. Either and or. Either. Yeah. So it's a challenge and exciting. So I try to describe that. So my way Please. of thinking is very analytic. So I understand what we need to do and how to do things. However, that specific domain involves a lot of, you know, soft skills. And we need to want to make the interior design team understand the AI department mm -hmm. and the AI department understand, you know, the soft skills of interior designers. Right. And, and that's a process that's a very interesting process to, to try to get the goods from every, every world and make the system dynamic enough to really try to mimicate the, the, the work. And the type of person that works with me are completely different. You know, AI engineers are certain type of people and interior designers are really different. And I think that's what makes the company really unique and, and fun to work with. The variety of characters in the company is a, is a really good mix. I love it. Tell me a little bit about the vision. So how, how does the world look like a few years down the line? Let's say eight years from today. Renovai is totally successful. You've managed to meet all the milestones you're looking for. How, how, is, how, how are things different, either in home decoration space and any other space due to the success of Renovai? I'll take it, I think, a step backwards describing what we do. So right now, yeah. we are a B2B2C company. So we are selling our software to e-commerce uh, retailers within the home decor world. And, and we try to help the retailers to make a better experience, trying to help the end consumer in every different touch point they might have across the website and, and, and alongside the customer journey and making decision more fun, easier, and more design oriented compared to anything else. So that's basically the type of uh, business model that we are working with. Um, and we want to be the best player in the whole decor world. So making life and customer journey for our the different website across the globe an easier one and and the way it was intended you know uh, online and, and interior design is hard and i think our solution could make life much easier and yeah and much more fun mm -hmm. and and so so now looking a little bit into the future so what does a disruption in the home decoration space looks like how, how do how does the success of, of Renovate look like? Maybe, maybe we can even start from, from the end consumer, so from the people reimagining the way that their homes could be designed and could look. How, how does that impact sort of my ability to take ownership or reduce ownership, I don't know, about how, I, how my home is? Yeah. So as I mentioned, we try to be at every touch point the customer might have with the website. So either, for example, if you're looking for a specific item, we have a product we mm -hmm. call Scout that designated to help the customer to find the perfect item based on style elements, the soft skill. And we try to recommend not just mm -hmm. based on, you know, sheer uh, uh, filters. We try to understand what's the motivation of the customer and uh, what type of style and comfort mm. they're they looking for. And that's how to recommend. 
The second second step, we we are really able to help customer to buy bundles of products and trying to design a full space. And so if you are, for example, looking to redesign your living room, based on a few questions and a style quiz, we understand the most important things about you, about your needs, about your requirements, mm. about your style. And based on that, we are able to offer the best bundle of items together. And we can show that the final result could be in a beautiful 3D photorealistic rooms or an interactive mood boards. It doesn't matter. Our core IP is the capability to understand design in a very fundamental way, understand the shopper, knowing the inventory, and based on that, truly create a custom recommendation and personalized recommendation for each individual shopper. Interesting. And so is that what I'm hearing here is a byproduct of a consumer behavior is that potentially you're, you're, you're allowing right, right now, right? If I, if I want to redesign my living room, I would, I would essentially either have to, to do it myself, which is a tedious process because I don't really know what I want. I know maybe to describe what I like in general, but it's hard for me to pick and choose. Or I would get an interior designer to go and, and choose stuff for me. Now, what you're saying is that you're able to translate sort of my personality and, and the things that I like, and you're, and you're able to be that, that sort of that bridge between my creative self, which everybody has that part of them, and translating that to the actionable design that you could provide in, in, in a photorealistic way so that I could actually perceive it and give you feedback, right? Exactly. My only comment about, about it is, it doesn't have to be in a photorealistic way. One of the solution is photorealistic. The other ones could be in different ways. So for, for example, mm -hmm. we, we are doing a mood board without 3D at all. Our core value is basically understand you and understand your personality and understand the style preferences that you have. And based on that, finding the right items, which is a very hard task. You know, some of the retailers that we are working with have over 200,000 items. It's basically impossible to do that. And I know that most of the people that I'm talking to think about other augmented reality solutions in the world. You know, there's a lot of companies that mm -hmm. doing augmented reality, uh, uh, virtual reality, and so on. But the major barrier for the end mm -hmm. consumer is still finding the right items, trying to match items together. And this is the main problem that we try to solve. We say, look, we're going to recommend you within seconds the best items for you based on a deep understanding of what goes well with what and what suits you. And yeah, I think that's in a nutshell what we try to mm -hmm. do. And how, how granular do you get in the what suits you, right? Because, I mean, we have a lot of different technologies for sorting through e-commerce and tagging and classifying, yeah. you know, products online. I think what, what, what's really interesting in what you're saying here is this, uh, this personalization aspect, sort of this... How does Michael fit into his home decoration process? Because honestly, I hate shopping. You can't make me go to a furniture store in my life. But if you offer a solution for me to be able to translate my personality and creativity actionably into a, into a decoration process that results in, okay, these are the items that will work for you in your living room, that's a big, that's a big game changer because right now I have no way of translating my own thoughts and personality. Exactly. And another really interesting way that we think about the problem, we are not just another recommendation engine. You know, most recommendations are right. based on 
segmentation and statistical behavior. What basically we are doing, I'll try to elaborate that. It's quite complicated, but imagine that we try to understand what a good Scandinavian living world is in the wild. What we do yeah. is collecting thousands of well-designed living rooms that our interior designers think they are a great representation of, of, of that specific style. Then we have computer vision that is able to understand mm -hmm. each of the items inside the room. And on top of that, we have statistical engine that try to understand the correlation between the items, how designers are matching colors and shapes and texture ah. and so on and so on. And I'm always comparing it to taking our AI to a design school, understanding the fundamental of design. Once we have that, then mm. we know the individuals, you know, based on either previous actions they have done or based on the style quiz, we can truly create custom recommendation for each shopper. And I think the way that we approach it, that's what makes us unique. And that's what makes big brands really interested in what we do. Interesting. And so even internally, what you're you mentioning, it's not like that the designers are working with your researchers to fine tune the model. They're actively creating models of successful living room designs. And then you're basically giving that as a labeled data set to your machine learning researchers where they're able to say, okay, now let's act as if this is the real world and we're just getting these images and let's learn from real world scenarios using computer vision. Exactly. The, the interior design team is very heavily involved with the AI uh, element. We are building a knowledge graph, which basically creating a full terminology. And so there's a mm. lot of work uh, to be done from the interior design world in specifically to train the AI. Phenomenal. Amazing. So, so going back to that original vision, you know, running this company, you're looking a few years down the line. What, 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 what is sort of a, a, I guess, a meaningful change that you're personally excited for due to Renovai? You know, when you wake up or when you talk to your all-hands meeting or when you think through the vision of Renovai, what, what meaningful step does this make? Consumer behavior, the world, design, you know, any, anything of that sort. I think that we're going to have one of the most exciting features that I cannot disclose, but this is basically the major new area of visual search. I believe that we have a great use case and mm. we think about the problem differently. And so hopefully within a couple of years from today, the entire experience would be, or parts of the experience would be different uh, using our technology. There's a lot of companies that do visual search I think that our solution is going sure. to be quite unique within the, within the domain. So this is the most exciting part. I, I feel that our solution is obviously there's some business side to the, to, to what we do, but to translate interior design into an AI machine, I think that's, that's what got me from, from, from the first minute. I'm always comparing it to. I don't know if you know, AI was able to understand how Bach is creating music and it was able to create full pieces, completely automatic and expert would not know if it's an AI or Bach. And this is exactly the thing that excites me. I'm hoping that someday our machine was, would be able to create designs that are better compared to even top 
designers around the globe. Awesome. I, I love that. And I think that, you know, for, from this conversation, at least what's excited me about the vision and about the prospect is that it will allow people like myself who today are very limited in, in my ability to translate my thoughts into actionable designs. I get tired quickly and I often find that I'm not able to really translate my words if I'm, if I'm able to end up being able to design my own spaces, which is something that I guess I'm sure that I'm not the only one in the world who's <laughs> having trouble with that. Um, that, that, that sort of that uh, commoditization of, of the, being able to design things um, following my personal fundamental belief that everybody's creative and everybody is able to harness their creativity, just we're, we're not able to, to communicate it the same way. Uh, I think that's a pretty, pretty big deal. So Alon, thank you very, very much. Wish you best of luck with Ranavai. Thank you for coming here, even though Thank you're not you so feeling much, well. And I appreciate the relentlessness that it takes to be an entrepreneur. So thank you again. Cheers. Thank you, Michael.